Trista Crick, Nick Ashew. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. Athletics got uh, got their quarterback tiers out. Mike Sando put it out. Polled a lot of people. Talked to executives. Went all around. For the most part, not crazy. Nothing that stands out totally. Hey, I was looking at Dak Prescott, Trista, his uh, passing yards prop for the season. It's set right at 4,000. Right at 4,000. Now, two mm. years ago, passed for 4,400. He was hurt back in 2020, only played five games. And then the year before that, 2019, 4,900 yards passing. I That number uh, feels a little high, but again, they don't have a lot of guys that can run. I don't know. That might be that might be an over situation. I think he could pass for more than 4,000 yards in a season. Yeah, you know what they're going off of probably is Mike McCarthy saying that they're going to run the ball a lot. But listen, uh, who are they getting to run the ball again? It's uh, uh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah. Tony Pollard? Yep. yep. That's it? Tony Deuce Pollard Vaughn. is... Uh, Deuce Vaughn, here getting, we go. Getting 15, getting 15 touches a game. There's no more Ezekiel Elliott there to run to the ground, folks. 30 touches a game, giving them the ball and just running him into dust. That is that is dead. So if you're giving the ball to Tony Pollard 15 times a game, then he's probably catching... He's probably getting five targets a game. What are we doing? I, I don't know. Our man Dak Prescott's going to throw a lot, I think. I was watching... Uh... You had Lamar Jackson. You liked him as a Tier 1 quarterback. He's ranked 8th, essentially, here as a Tier 2. Jalen Hurts is in front of him, and then it's Trevor Lawrence right behind him, and then Dak Prescott. I was watching some highlights today of uh, Ravens camp. Oh, Lamar yeah. Jackson to OBJ. That's going to be fun to watch this year. There's a quote from a defensive coordinator that probably sounds just like me, which is why I'm using this quote in my Lamar Jackson love, that if Josh Allen was in the same offense Lamar was in, you would think about Josh Allen the same way that you think about Lamar. Josh was in a more pro-favorable offense, and Lamar, for whatever reason, they thought that they were going to put him in a college offense. It will be very good to see if Lamar elevates his game and people say he's more like Josh Allen now that Todd Munkin is the man in charge. I think that's right. I think if, if Lamar Jackson is healthy and he has a better offensive coordinator, which I think Todd Munkin is, I think Jackson Lamar Jackson is an MVP caliber quarterback again. Over under thirty five hundred yards passing for Lamar Jackson. Over. Yeah. Over. Yep. I know that. I know that that doesn't sound like it's possible for him, but I, I actually think that it is. I don't. The reason why I, I don't think that's crazy is well, one, he played twelve games the last two years and threw for twenty eight and just twenty two. Was hurt and the offense sputtered for a lot of that year and didn't have a lot of guys to throw to. They finally went out after you know your general manager essentially says we didn't do a good job drafting wide receivers, which is a great way to insult the receivers that you drafted publicly, but hey, that's what they decided to do anyway. Uh, you add yourself somebody that at one point was one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And if you go back to the Super Bowl, Odell Beckham Jr. was on his way to being MVP of that Super Bowl before he tore his ACL. He was having a monster game, and he looked ready to go, and then he tore the ACL. So you're now adding him on a one-year prove-it deal. Now, I understand it was a lot of money. That's a one-year prove-it deal for Odell Beckham Jr. and Lamar Jackson, who's now paid, who doesn't have to worry about, mm, 
I'm healthy, but I'm not totally healthy, and I'm probably not going to go out there and play because I don't want to sacrifice my long-term security. He got that. This is going to be a different mindset with this Ravens team this year, different mindset with Lamar Jackson. There's going to be more comfort. They've got a better offense like you brought up, and you're adding weapons at receiver, and it's not just Odell Beckham Jr. Like They went out and addressed the need in multiple ways now. I think the Ravens are going to be a team that has a real shot at stealing the division from the Bengals, and on top of that, has a chance to be one of the best offenses in the NFL because their ability to run the football, not just with actual running backs, but, you know, this guy Lamar Jackson that's, like, pretty good running the football himself, you've got that open. Defenses are not going to be able to just sit there and wait for the pass in this. They're actually going to have to respect the run, not only out of the backfield, but with a quarterback. You're going to have somebody spying Lamar Jackson the entire time. Oh, no, just kidding. We're running play action, and here's Odell Beckham Jr. on a seam route 30 yards down the field. Like, it's going to change everything for this team. They're too deep at every single skill position on offense. That's what's crazy to me. I mean, you look at – I like Isaiah Likely a lot as a backup tight end. You've got Mark mm-hmm. Andrews, who was, who was beat up to hell last year and wasn't himself. You obviously have Odell Beckham Jr., but Devin Duvernay last year wasn't bad. Uh, Rashad Bateman finally gets healthy. And then behind him – and I know there's a lot of controversy uh, and, like, people who don't like Nelson Aguilar, but he's had some good years. Zay Flowers as well. And – and James Prochet. So, I mean, you've got a lot of weapons. And then you've got Lamar Jackson, who is his own weapon as a dual threat, probably, you know, top dual threat quarterback in terms of elusiveness and speed. You you can't stop him. He's Michael Vick in reincarnation in, in purple. So, yeah, I mean, this is an offense that has a lot of weapons now in a way that never really has before and someone that can actually drive the bus uh, in terms of an offensive coordinator that can do a lot better than Greg Roman can. You know, an interesting prop here with Kirk Cousins, who's the last quarterback in this Tier 2 here. He's ranked 12th. His passing yards is at 4,300. 4,300 and a half. I always hate saying these big numbers, too. It just sounds awkward. You're like, 4,300 and a half. I don't know. It just sounds weird. Anyway, I kind of feel like this is that thing where everybody's down on the Vikings, Trista. And, like, their defense is not going to be very good. So they're going to be playing from behind in games. And this is going to be an opportunity for Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson to have a monster year together where they're down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and they're throwing the hell out of the football. That 4,300... Cousins can absolutely go over, and he's gone to 42, 42, 45 last year. With an, and that was, again, that was an, with an extra game. So when we talk about these totals, we're forgetting that it's 16 versus 17 games. So he essentially added another 300 yards passing with one extra game. That over 43 for a team that is probably going to give up a lot of points, but still has an opportunity. I'm sorry to win this division. Like I'm not I'm not just counting out the Vikings completely like everybody else is. The public hates the Vikings, which makes me now think that the Vikings are going to be way better than everybody expected. Maybe it's just because I watch quarterback and I watch them win all those games and have the letdown in the playoffs. But the, Kirk Cousins can still throw the football, and he's still at least got himself Justin Jefferson, which I don't care if you put three guys on him. You can triple-team him. You can run zone. You can run man-to-man. It doesn't matter. He's catching the football. We've watched him catch it in ways that nobody else can in the NFL. 
Yeah, and Kirk Cousins has a lot of talent around him in terms of guys that he's going to get the ball to. Yes, he has Justin Jefferson, but you add Jordan Addison, who's really mm-hmm. good. Uh, you you have K.J. Osborne, who's pretty damn good, too. They get Jalen Rager to back up Justin Jefferson, which is who Philadelphia picked up and played pretty damn well. And then, of course, you've got T.J. Hawkinson there as well. So I don't know necessarily how – uh, they're going to be some sort of stoppable offense unless you say, this is the only reason that you would say, okay, I have a little bit of pause. And that's Dalvin Cook not being there. And Dalvin Cook not being there means now you have Alexander Madison who he's, he's, he's boo-boo. He's bad. He's not a good running back. He just isn't good. And so if you don't have a good running back, then what do you do, right? Like you essentially force them to try to run the ball and you, uh, you know, you scheme against all of those receivers. I don't know, though, that Justin Jefferson, like you said, is schemable. Like, I don't know that you can, even if he's double covered, I don't know that it really matters. I, I really don't. Kirk Cousins over under 28 and a half passing touchdowns had 29 last year. I think I would take the over there because they're going to have to. They're going to have to throw the ball a ton. Yeah, I think it's a yes for me as well. I think it's over on the passing yards. Mm-hmm. I think it's over on the touchdowns. They might only be a 10-win team, but they could also win that division at 10-7. and seven. They could win it at 9-8. and eight. Like, that's, that's what we're talking Bad about. Division. It, it's just not good. It's just not good. All right, speaking of not oof, that good, I got one bone to pick with this list here. Here's tier three. Quarterbacks that are a legitimate starter but need a heavier running game and a defense component to win. A lower volume drop back passing offensive unit suits them best. Kyler Murray is 13. Derek Carr, then Jared Goff, and then Russell Wilson, followed by Tua, Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Geno, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill, Mac Jones. So that's like the bulk of quarterbacks in the NFL, right? Middle of the pack. Like, they're a starting quarterback, but they're not somebody that's looked at as, okay, they can carry their team to a win week in, week out. Here's my one problem. Russell Wilson is in Tier 3. Deshaun Watson is in Tier 2. Did we not see what Deshaun Watson looked like last year after not playing for a year and a half? We saw one bad season in a bad offense with a hack as a head coach. Sean Payton was right. Everything Nathaniel Hackett did was absolutely wrong last year. Everybody seems to be writing Russell Wilson off. Now, why are we not writing off to Sean Watson? Is it because he's younger? Okay, maybe. But quarterbacks can play late into their 30s. Putting Russell Wilson this far down, I mean, it absolutely shocks me. Scott, can you see what some, like executives or two said about Russell Wilson and why he's here at this point? Because that, to me, is... Like, I'm sorry. I know it was a bad year, but my God, we saw the coaching job. It was horrendous. Asking you shall receive, says Sando in The Athletic. Russell Wilson's drop in the average tier vote from 1.72 last year to 2.82 this year is the largest one-year decline in the 10 years he's been doing or they've been doing the quarterback tiers. Uh, Says somebody, uh, an offensive coordinator. I think he was out of shape. I think he was reading his own press clippings last year. I think they bent over backwards for him in the trade, and he had him by the short hairs, but I think Sean Payton's (laughs) going to get the most out of him. It would not surprise me if he plays... Oh, uh, you know exactly what that is, Tristan. It's, it's not what a, it's not what's on Scotland's head. It's not what's on Scotland's head. Is that a chin? They had him by the chin. 
Uh, yes, the chinny chin we, chin. we could say that. That's one way. That's one way. Sure. Didn't say short and curlies, so you know there. That's usually the expression. Oh, man, what? I don't buy taco meat. <laughs> Pause. It would not surprise me if he plays well this year. Says one OC. Our personnel director says of Wilson, some injury stuff probably was real last year, but he has lost that athleticism and speed to make the plays that he used to make as far as extending the down for the receivers. Remember with the. The football, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. Um, he's still a, a capable guy, capable passer, still a guy with a big arm, but I think he needs more things around him. Pause right there. Lost two the other day. His life just got more difficult. Says one executive, some guys, they're only willing to listen to somebody they truly respect. Sean Payton's system does allow for a lot of gimmies, but if Russ isn't stubborn, if he still has that willingness to listen... And if he respects Peyton as much as I think he probably does, more stability, and he won't do things that are maybe out of his declining skill set right now. But people are noticing that his... Good God, he just got eviscerated by just about everybody there, Trista. He did. I I think Russell Wilson, what is his passing yards number? Uh, 37.50 and a half. At plus 120 to the over. Under. You are that adamant and go. Now it's juiced heavy to the under, minus 140. Take an alt, Trista. It's how, what is it? It's what now? 37.50. 3,750 and a half yards. Yes, okay, so he had 3,500 last year in what they're calling the worst, the worst coaching job ever. You don't think he can get another 200 yards? Thank you. In that offense. Thank you. I think he can. Thank you. I think he can. I do. I, I, I think I got to take the over. Plus money, too. I think I might place that bet. And you know what? I don't even care that you lost a receiver to a torn Achilles. I mean, I feel bad for him, but, like, you didn't have him last year already. So, like, this isn't a weapon that you yeah. lost to begin with. So, look, Russell Wilson was bad last year and was arrogant and clearly did not get along with teammates. But that can also be a learning experience. That can be a humbling yeah. experience where Sean Payton comes in, and I bet you damn well he respects Sean Payton, and if he doesn't, well, then he deserves to have a horrible year after this. Nathaniel Hackett probably came in. I mean, listen, people. there were reports coming out of that organization a few weeks into the season going, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He, he has the, the, He's lost the, the ears of the team. Nobody's listening already. They don't. He, nobody respects what he has to say, not to mention the red zone offense was historically bad last year for this team. This will be a bounce-back season for Russell Wilson. I'm not betting him to win MVP. I'm not betting this guy to, you know, go out there and lead the league in passing touchdowns or passing yards. But over 37.50, I'll take it. Over 24.5 passing touchdowns, I even like that one too. Because this is Sean Payton, the quarterback whisperer. We saw what he did with Drew Brees in that offense. It's maybe not going to be exactly the same. There may even be some struggles early on in the season. But Russell Wilson, you pointed out exactly what... He threw for 3,500 yards last year with a team that couldn't score in the red zone at all. Couldn't move the football at all in the red zone. They were so bad. That number is low enough to me where I'm comfortable and and you're getting it at plus money. So you can write him off, Scott, all you want. You can be another one of those naysayers. I, my friends, am not ready to write off Russell Wilson yet. It is going to be a bounce-back year for him, and the Broncos will be at least in the hunt in a crowded AFC in Week 16 and 17 when they're showing you the standings. And on top of that, he he got sacked 55 times last year. 
if they can keep the pocket a little cleaner, then maybe they'll have longer drives. I mean, it was three and out city for the Denver Broncos last year. It was one of the worst offenses I have ever seen. Now, now let's give them some competent advising. I'd like to see him more consistent when it comes to uh, accuracy, though. I mean, some of these games where he's barely totally. completing 55% of his passes is a problem. You go from 50 to 77 to 54 to 77 to 63, like, you need a little more consistency. But I don't know. That's what, like, a competent head coach can actually do. So, bounce back here for Russell Wilson. You've heard it here. I promise. It's Bet MGM tonight.